Our psalm this morning is Psalm 144 on page 519. Repent ye, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Prepare ye the way of the Lord. Make straight in the desert a highway for our God. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouths shall show forth thy praise. O God, make speed to save us. O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Our King and Savior draweth nigh. O come, let us adore him. O come, let us sing unto the Lord. Let us heartily rejoice in the strength of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving, and show ourselves glad in him with psalms. For the Lord is a great God, and a great King above all gods. In his hands are all the corners of the earth, and the strength of the hills is his also. The sea is his, and he made it, and his hands prepared the dry land. O come, let us worship and fall down, and kneel before the Lord our Maker. For he is the Lord our God, and we are the people of his pasture, and the sheep of his hand. But worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness, let the whole earth stand in awe of him. For he cometh, for he cometh to judge the earth, and with righteousness to judge the world, and the people with his truth. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Psalm 144 on page 519. Blessed be the Lord my strength, who teacheth my hands to war and my fingers to fight. My hope and my fortress, my castle and deliverer, my defender in whom I trust, who subdueth my people that is under me. Lord, what is man that thou hast such respect unto him, or the son of man that thou so regardest him? Man is like a thing of naught, his time passeth away like a shadow. Bow thy heavens, O Lord, and come down. Touch the mountains, and they shall smoke. Cast forth thy lightning, and tear them. Shoot out thine arrows, and consume them. Send down thine hand from above. Deliver me, and take me out of the great waters from the hand of the strangers whose mouth talketh of vanity, and their right hand is a right hand of wickedness. I will sing a new song unto thee, O God, and sing praises unto thee upon a ten-spring lute. Thou hast given victory unto kings, and hast delivered David thy servant from the peril of the sword. Save me, and deliver me from the hand of strangers, whose mouth talketh of vanity, and their right hand is a right hand of iniquity that our sons may grow up as the young plants, and that our daughters may be as the polished corners of the temple. That our garners may be full and plenteous with all manner of store, that our sheep may bring forth thousands and ten thousands in our fields. That our oxen may be strong to labor, that there be no decay, no leading into captivity, and no complaining in our streets. Happy are the people that are in such a case. Yea, blessed are the people who have the Lord for their God. 
Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here we begin at the 18th chapter, the 18th verse of the 7th chapter of the second book of Samuel. Then King David went in and sat before the Lord, and he said, Who am I, O Lord God, and what is my house, that you have brought me this far? And yet this was a small thing in your sight, O Lord God, and you have also spoken of your servant's house for a great while to come. Is this the manner of man, O Lord God? Now what more can David say to you? For you, Lord God, know your servant. For your word's sake, and according to your own heart, you have done all these great things to make your servant know them. Therefore you are great, O Lord God, for there is none like you, nor is there any God besides you, according to all that we have heard with our ears. And who is like your people, like Israel, the one nation on the earth whom God went to redeem for himself as a people, to make for himself a name, and to do for yourself great and awesome deeds for your land, before your people whom you redeemed for yourself from Egypt, the nations and their gods? For you have made your people Israel your very own people forever, and you, Lord, have become their God. Now, O Lord God, the word with which you have spoken concerning your servant and concerning his house, establish it forever and do as you have said. So let your name be magnified forever, saying, The Lord of hosts is the God over Israel. Let the house of your servant David be established before you. For you, O Lord of hosts, God of Israel, have revealed this to your servant, saying, I will build you a house. Therefore, your servant has found it in his heart to pray this prayer to you. And now, O Lord God, you are God, and your words are true, and you have promised this goodness to your servant. Now, therefore, let it please you to bless the house of your servant, that it may continue before you forever. For you, O Lord God, have spoken it, and with your blessing let the house of your servant be blessed forever. Here endeth the first lesson. Seek the Lord while he may be found. Call upon him while he is near. Let the wicked forsake his way, and the unrighteous man his thoughts. And let him return unto the Lord, and he will have mercy upon him. And to our God, for he will abundantly pardon. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, saith the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. For as the rain and the snow come down from heaven, and return not thither, but water the earth, make it bring forth and sprout, that it may give seed to the sower and bread to the eater. So shall my word be that goes forth from my mouth. It shall not return to me empty, but it shall accomplish that which I purpose, and prosper in the thing for which I sent it. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the 46th verse of the first chapter of the Gospel according to St. Luke. And Mary said, My soul magnifies the Lord, and my spirit hath rejoiced in God my Savior. For he hath regarded the lowly state of his maidservant. For behold, henceforth all generations will call me blessed. 
for he that is mighty hath done great things for me, and holy is his name, and his mercy is on them who fear him from generation to generation. He has shown strength with his arm, he has scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts, he hath put down the mighty from the, their thrones, and exalted the lowly. He has filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he has sent away empty. He has helped his servant Israel in remembrance of his mercy, as he spoke to our fathers, to Abraham and his, to his seed forever. And Mary remained with her about three months and returned to her house. Here endeth the second lesson. It be the Lord God of Israel, for he hath visited and redeemed his people, and hath raised up a mighty salvation for us in the house of his servant David, as he spake by the mouth of his holy prophets, which have been since the world began, that we should be saved from our enemies and from the hand of all that hate us, to perform the mercy promised to our forefathers, and to remember his holy covenant, to perform the oath which he sware to our forefather Abraham, that he would give us, that we, being delivered out of the hand of our enemies, might serve him without fear, in holiness and righteousness before him, all the days of our life. And thou, child, shalt be called the prophet of the highest, for thou shalt go before the face of the Lord to prepare his ways, to give knowledge of salvation unto his people, for the remission of their sins, through the tender mercy of our God, whereby the day spring from on high hath visited us, to give light to them that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, Maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, His only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O God, may clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. O Lord, raise up, we pray thee, thy power, and come among us, and with great might succor us, that whereas through our sins and wickedness we are sore let and hindered in running the race that is set before us, thy bountiful grace and mercy may speedily help and deliver us, through Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom with thee and the Holy Ghost be honor and glory, world without end. Amen.
Almighty God, give us grace that we may cast away the works of darkness and put upon us the armor of light, now in the time of this mortal life in which thy Son Jesus Christ came to visit us in great humility, that in the last day when he shall come again, in his glorious majesty to judge both the quick and the dead, we may rise to the life immortal, through him who liveth and reigneth with thee in the Holy Ghost, now and ever. Amen. O God, who art the author of peace and lover of concord, in knowledge of whom standeth our eternal life, whose service is perfect freedom, defend us, thy humble servants, in all assaults of our enemies, that we, surely trusting in thy defense, may not fear the power of any adversaries, through the might of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, who has safely brought us to the beginning of this day, defend us in the same with thy mighty power, and grant that this day we fall into no sin, neither run into any kind of danger, but that all our doings being ordered by thy governance may be righteous in thy sight, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Morning to all. We continue this week with our, these lessons that focus on uh, the birth of Christ, and the lesson from Second Samuel is a prophecy um, it should be read in context with the first part of the chapter where King David is um, moved to, to build a temple for God, uh, uh, whom he's, you know, because of his faith in, in the Lord. And he begins to, to, to start this work. And God tells Nathan the prophet uh, to tell him to stop um, that, uh, and, and, the land, and the sort of exchange is God, you, you know, you, you said, I'll build, God says to David, you know, you said, I'll build you a house. And God says to David, no, I'll build you a house. <laughs> and he makes the promise that his descendants will be on the throne um, forever. And so, uh, but David is told he can't build the temple. His son will build it. We're also, we're told in, in uh, the a parallel account in Chronicles, that it was because David was a man of blood because of he was a warrior and his son Solomon therefore would build it. And, and David during his lifetime stored up a lot of materials to, to set the table for Solomon to do that. And so it's a promise to David, which has fulfilled the birth of Christ because Jesus is, is the descendant of David who, who assumes David's throne and rules forever and ever. So in the farthest horizon, in the near term horizon of the, of the prophecy to David, it was Solomon, his son. Then it was the descendants of, of David through Solomon. And then ultimately it was Christ who, who inherits the promise. Um, in our, um, New Testament lesson, we, we missed yesterday because we did the Feast of St. Thomas, a part of the narrative where uh, Mary is coming down and, and, and enters the home of Elizabeth, uh, her cousin, uh, who is pregnant with John the Baptist. And as Mary comes in, John the Baptist leaps in the womb, uh, you know, a, a pretty obviously pro-life passage where the, 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 the before birth, John the Baptist recognizes Jesus in the womb, and then Mary, or excuse me, Elizabeth says to Mary, blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb, um, as part of the Angelus uh, prayer. And then, after Mary receives this message, seeing the reaction to her great with child uh, with, um, with Jesus, um, she then breaks into Magnificat. <clears throat> which is a song of praise, and Magnificat um, is understood, should be understood 
in the light of against the backdrop of of the Old Testament, um, there's a, a a canticle uttered by a woman who's become pregnant named Hannah in First um, Samuel chapter two, and there's Hannah's song, which has very similar and parallel themes that it, the exaltation of the meek, the humble, the faithful, the bringing down of the mighty. And in the context of Hannah's song, um, the the thematic way this happens is that there's a corrupt regime before the building of, of the Jerusalem temple. The, the worship spot was in Shiloh, and there was a, there was a priest, Eli, whose sons were corrupt and they were doing wicked things. <clears throat> and so, so the birth of Samuel to Hannah was the um, sort of omen, the, the, the thing that would, that would bring down the corrupt regime of, of, of Eli. Samuel is raised in the Shiloh temple and comes up and prophesies the downfall of Eli, and he and his sons are killed in battle. And then Samuel becomes the prophet who anoints David as king, and so, so, but the, the putting down the mighty, they're seen just not just a thematic. Oh, yeah, God, you know, brings down the proud and exalts the humble. It is God is going to overthrow the corrupt regime at Shiloh, and He's going to raise up this small boy Samuel, who's going to grow up in it, and and he that's what'll happen. And so, this is the the narrative backdrop for Magnificat. Because it's, it is, of course, it does mean that God will generally raise up the humble and, and bring down the proud. But the larger thematic point is that the birth of Jesus um, portends the, the end of the, of the current regime in Israel. Um, because the birth of Jesus, ultimately, he calls Israel to repent. Israel does not repent. The end result of Jesus' ministry is that Jerusalem temple is completely destroyed. It's the end of the old covenant. And then God raises up the new and faithful people in Christ who inherit the promises. And a, a, a kind of a thematic connection between a David in Samuel 7 and Mary is that David had it in his heart to build the temple for God. And his faith was, was devoted. He was devoted to God. And God said, no, you're not going to do that. Here's what's going to happen. And David, and this is, always shows the faith of David. David always says, "Okay, that's what you want." I, and and he, and and Second Samuel becomes a a praise from David of God and confirm your promises to me. He on a remarkably shifts from what he wanted to do when he finds that God doesn't tells him not to do it into God's word. Mary similarly is, um, you know, betrothed to Joseph. She had certainly a lot of ideas of how that would go. Probably not the idea of the of the out of season pregnancy, but she gets the word. It gets clarified. She says, "Behold, the handmaid of the Lord, be it unto me according to thy word." And that's the kind of faith that that um, inherits the promises. One of the uh, points that Saint Paul makes about. What, who is truly a Jewish person, who truly is fulfilling the Torah, is the one who trusts, who believes by faith. And David and Mary epitomize this faith of receiving the word of God and letting it come into our lives and governing ourselves by it, especially when that word that comes to us is not what we want to hear. 
You know, we, a lot of times we have, yeah, this is, we have a, a constructed way that our lives will go or God's going to bless us. And we pray for that. And when that happens, you know, we praise God for all his goodness. <clears throat> but often it doesn't happen like that. It, 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 God's word, God's will to us comes like, oh, we're taking a right turn here. My life is going away. I didn't expect it to go. Can we receive and, and the, the word of the Lord and, and discern, make it our, 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 our job to discern what God is doing in our lives in, in those places. So receiving God's will and word by faith and submitting to it as Mary. And this is why at evening prayer Magnificat, we hear the Old Testament lesson, the word of God, and then we say Magnificat sort of in the person of Mary because Mary epitomizes the church. She is the one who receives the word by faith, and as we receive the word by faith, we become, you know, the bride who epitomized by Mary receives the word, and Christ is formed in us and grows. So um, these are some of the themes that we think about at the end of Advent now. We think about, well, how has the word of God come to us during the Advent season? What is God calling us to do? What does faithfulness look like in our lives in the difficult spaces? And how do we say, behold, the handmaid of the Lord, and, ha and then we how do we praise God in, and, and utter Magnificat with Mary in praise of God's word and faithfulness to us? Because even though it might look like a right turn from or a left turn from where we thought it would go or what we expected, um, when we persevere in faithfulness to God's word, uh, his blessing, he raises us up over time as we persevere in faith and faithfulness. So a few thoughts about today's lessons. Continuing with the form of intercession. Accept, O Lord, our intercessions for all mankind. Let the light of thy gospel shine upon all nations. Be gracious unto thy church, and grant that every member of the same, in his vocation and ministry, may serve thee faithfully. Bless all in authority over us, and so rule their hearts and strengthen their hands that they may punish wickedness and vice, and maintain thy true religion and virtue. Send down thy blessings, temporal and spiritual, upon all our relations, friends, and neighbors. Reward all who have done us good, and pardon all those who have done or wish us evil, and give them repentance and better minds. Be merciful to all who are in any ways afflicted or distressed, in mind, body, or estate, especially those for whom we make our prayers. and grant them an entrance into the land of light and joy in the fellowship of thy saints for his sake who went about doing good thy son our savior jesus christ amen together the general thanksgiving almighty god father of all mercies we that unworthy servants do give thee most humble and hearty thanks for all thy goodness and loving kindness to us and to all men
We bless thee for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all for thine inestimable love and the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we beseech thee, give us that due sense of all thy mercies, that our hearts may be unfeignedly thankful, and that we show forth thy praise not only with our lips, but in our lives, by giving up ourselves to thy service, and by walking before thee in holiness and righteousness all our days, through Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom with thee and the Holy Ghost be all honor and glory, world without end. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Good to pray with you this morning. Thank you, Chris and Joel. Thank you, Deacon Bob. Thank you, Bishop. Have a great day. Bye, kiddos. Have a great day, everyone. Thank you. Bye, Rosie. Bye. Bye, guys. Have a good day.